And it's Tuesday. No, coming at you live from Tuesday. We got to pep you up, David. Monday was... It's the contrast. It's the contrast thing. Monday was a little dumpy for you. We are here to excite for Tuesday. Yep. And the good news is Monday's over. It was a contrast from the weekend, which always makes it harder. But today, I'm moving forward fast because I'm heading out to the Giants game with my friends from Cron 4. What is up, Melinda and Craig? Even after all of the the guts behind this podcast, how many startups we've had to do, how many computer issues, we're here. Yep. We're hungry to get started. Let's dig in. We're thirsty to get started. (laughs) Let's do it. The only way to ensure low reward is to not take any risk. Living with doubt as your guide, we fix that. I have a feeling you know what this is about. I do, and I see it's funny. Doubt is with a capital D. Absolutely. It is the public enemy number one, and I am pretty much without doubt most of the time. And I think that frustrates people at the same – on this other side of the token, I get frustrated with people – that let doubt take the driver's seat. Well, you love when people doubt you because that's the fuel to your fire. A hundred percent. There's no secret there, and I'm transparent about that. And in fact, like we discussed before, the higher the risk, the better for me because that creates even more doubt, even in people that are believers. Yeah. To the degree that sometimes I'm like, ooh, boy, is this a really good decision as you're <laughs> Pulling into the bar in your assisted living minivan full of your dementia patients. Yowza. Yes. You certainly raise the bar on creativity when others doubt you. And this sounds like a good one. (laughs) 100%. And I have to say that all that aside, I I had to to think about this. We we constantly walk around on eggshells, right? We think that somehow we have the ability to control safety. And of course, you can mitigate risk by not taking a breath. (laughs) Uh, but you can't you can't truly solve for safety. You could you could walk outside and an anvil can fall on your head. I mean, we learned that from the cartoon. <laughs> Is this a right? Roadrunner's cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> the Acme Company will get you. But at any rate, uh, so I thought, okay, I'm going to roll the dice a little bit here. What's the worst that could happen? And and I had a, a couple thoughts come across my head. But I, I said, you know what? What's the likely it'll happen? It's pretty low. So we loaded up the van. We headed down. And uh, first first big surprise to me was that my vision was we would get in and out super early, right after dinner, head out there around 5 o'clock. It's oh. karaoke seven days a week. Yeah, but who right? starts karaoke at 5? Oh, Come on. Yeah. They, they, no. They started at 8, and they actually didn't start on time. Ooh. So we were, yeah, it was like a half an hour in, and I was freaking out, sweating a little bit because I'm watching my two dementia patients getting a little antsy. Right. And then (laughs) I had to explain to the bartender who these guys were because they were going up to the bar and saying random stuff. No way. Like, oh, yeah, totally random stuff. Like, oh, can we get that portrait ordered? You know, (laughs) the bartender's like, portrait? What the hell are you talking about? I'm like, okay, I got to clear some things up. And then one of the residents was talking to the karaoke guy, like taking, making requests, right? And, (laughs) That's not how it works. Um. So ran the risk a little bit, gave one of my residents a beer, which he nursed, which was okay. good. Okay. Yep. And his, his wife was there and gave me the okay. Oh, no uh, way. She what was, a great idea yeah. to have. Okay. Yeah. She was drinking uh, as well. And then the other guy I brought 
just wanted a water, didn't even want a soda, which is his signature. And his wife was drinking wine. So we, we were all drinking. Uh, my cousin Amber was there. Uh, she was drinking. And so, you know, we were loosening up and then it, it's time. Okay. It's time to hit the stage. We had previously re- rehearsed with my guitar. We played When I'm 64 by the Beatles. And it didn't go so well in rehearsal. Okay. But I thought that, you know, part of that is the cuteness, right? Sure. The fact that it doesn't go perfectly well is going to add some flavor to it. So I got this big idea because I, I did a duet with Harvey and he couldn't follow the music when I was playing it from the music book. And I thought, okay, why don't I just print out the lyrics, just the lyrics so that the music doesn't confuse him and he's not having to go line by line. That was the key to our success. Okay, He nailed it. Just nailed it. And I look over and his wife's in tears. I mean, it was just amazing. And he sang, he actually, we sounded really good because I can hit the highs and he can hit the lows. So he stayed low and I stayed high. It sounds really good. I, I, fi- I filmed it, of course. Uh, but it, I'm proud of it. I'm actually proud of it. Not not from just the perspective of look what we did and documented proof of it, but it sounds really good. Did you get and a standing when we shared o? it with friends. Uh, well, I hate to admit this, but I pandered a little to the crowd in advance because they kind of knew what was yeah. going on. So it wasn't an organic applause with everybody cheering uh, without having being prompted. No, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the people knew what was up. Which makes it even so special it because a, they're joining in on yeah. something. That's how I feel. Oh, that's yeah. how I would feel. Well, and you know, Michelle, that's a that's a fantastic point that, yes, by taking this huge risk, we did something for ourselves and these guys got out of their cage and, and got to live life and got to prove to the world that assisted living doesn't mean you check your life at the door and rot in a, a rocking chair or, or a wheelchair. We gave other people joy at the same time. Right. So it was a win-win-win across the board. So with this story, we know the players who, without specifics, were the doubters. You know, just about everybody that I mentioned it to okay. uh, was a little anxious. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'll admit this. Was I a little bit nervous? Uh, yes. Well, it'd be scary if you weren't. That That's yeah. called irresponsible. <laughs> It, it, right, right. I mean, well, I mean, truly, there, that would mean that I have absolutely no filter. Yes. Right. So at least I do have that that little twinge of filter. Like, boy, this could get this could get ugly real quick. And you know, towards the end, that's what started happening. And we just let the tail wag the dog. Uh, one of the residents got up and said, "Okay, I'll see you." <laughs> started to walk out the door. I'm like, all right, check please. And so walked him out, and I went I went back to grab the tab. Oh, that's one thing I didn't mention. So I go back to clear the tab and the bar, the bartender says it's taken care of. No way. Yeah. And wouldn't tell me who did it. And I know it wasn't one of the family members cause they all acted surprised too. So we impressed the hell enough out of somebody that they're like, I'm going to cover this guy's tab. And you know that I do that all the time, mm-hmm. but to have it done to me, that's to us, I should say was remarkable. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think testimony to the fact that somebody appreciated it. Right. Of course. Yeah. Enough that they would make that gesture. I was really. Impressed. Yeah. Someone got it. Yeah. And, you know, when we got back in the car, so I, 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 
I go I, I go into the car and I I say I've got an announcement to make because I was going to let them know that the the tab got covered. <laughs> and from the back of the van, I hear Harvey go, uh, "You're pregnant." <laughs> Little jokester. Oh, yeah, he was all fired up. You need up. to take him to and, open mic night or comedy night. Oh, definitely. Next time. Absolutely. I, I mean, he could have. He could have slayed. He, he but that's slayed. you know. He was really like up, and so was the other resident. How I, I didn't even given him a name, right? Because I talk about Harvey all the time. Uh-huh. Let's just let's just call him Rich. I don't know why Rich. Uh, there, you'll if you knew who I was talking about, you'll understand why I chose that name. Because I have to give myself a reminder because it's slightly close. So, yeah, both of them. Uh, Rich is normally in bed at like just as the sun goes down. He was up and out wow. and active and rejuvenated. And, you know, we're we're talking about the moon being out and looking like a Rubenesque butt. I mean, it was just pretty funny to have these guys all wired up. You know, I, I've seen I don't want to infantilize. Or disrespect, but I've seen it in kids. You know, they get to stay up after their bedtime and they're all cuckoo bananas. This is exactly what was happening with these guys. They were so energized by the experience. So, and it's just fantastic. So, tell us how you handled that doubt that even snuck into your head. Uh, Well, a lot of it was, I'll be honest with you, the pressure to make sure that I followed through because so many people were going to know whether or not it went off like a, a. a lead balloon or if it went off exactly the way it mm-hmm. should have. So I, I performed my own due diligence by holding myself accountable on other people. I couldn't, I couldn't bail out the last second because then there would be all these people going, well, yeah, see, or yeah, that's the right thing to do. You did the right thing. I needed to, I needed to move forward. If it meant that one of them might have a fall or one of them might tr- try to elope, I was willing to risk that or have a bad interaction with the beer or, have a bad interaction with a patron um you know and somebody did trip over the walker which i thought was terribly ironic because it a patron did and fell. <laughs> yeah oh, no. yeah yeah it, it got parked a little in the way and the, the the wheel was sticking out and i thought how ironic that would be if somebody tripped over a walker and needed a walker <laughs> 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 but yeah there's there was a lot of possible risks but then again I was weighing it against the gravity of what could positively come from that event. And dare I say it, I was absolutely right. Thousand times right. And it went better, as you can tell, than I even had envisioned, which is such a relief. And I have to say, that's the best night's sleep that I had gotten in months. Ooh, your head hit the pillow and you were, yep. that was a full day. I was out, just out. And that was almost like a reward for doing the right thing for these guys and showing the world that no, you don't rot away when you go to assisted living and that and showing the assisted living world as well that okay, you don't have to have the stupid playbook that you follow. Be be creative, go outside the box, let them be human beings. Let them experience the world. I think that was way outside of the box thinking. Yeah, and there's more where that came from, I promise you that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's so much heart there because it's not a clock in, clock out type of job you're holding right now. So, man, just to have the buy-in of the family and the residents coherent enough not to be so discombobulated that they get aggressive or anything, that it actually turned out good and fine. They they, they were ready to leave. Like you said, they they 
go to bed early. Eight o'clock is a late night to start. So I yeah. think even if you were there a half an hour, that's a total major win. Well, and consider that these guys, both of them, if you looked at them as recently as a month ago, you would say, oh, hell no, because both of them were super big time flight risks, mm -hmm. literally eloping at every opportunity. I mean, we had to bring Rich back several times. He got uh, over a mile away one time and not redirectable. And now both of them are full compliance and uh, dare I say a, a second chance. And, and you know, I'm getting choked up. In the very back of the van, I heard when it was quiet as we were heading home, I heard Harvey tell Amber, I really appreciate David because he gave me a second chance. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And then I came in Monday and he had a thank you card written out and it's the most adorable thing you'll ever see. What? And it's the most heartwarming thing. So he yeah. had total clarity, was totally lucid. Yep. <sighs> yep. It is it's remarkable and I I I've, I've talked about this his type of dementia. Yes. I've never seen it before in my yes, life. Yes, you have. He has moments of clarity that are so clear it's almost clairvoyant and then he's got moments of like, what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't help but feel this entire story and try to picture and put myself into this same scenario. And I just hope it's a it's a good reminder for the listeners to say, take that take that leap. If there's it's okay to feel the pressure, it's okay to feel scary because it should. But how many times can you say you follow through with that pressure in life, with anything? And I feel right. like this one is so over the top and out of the box. It should make our daily, quote unquote, pressures feel that much easier, right? So I'm getting this right. like, oh my God, David, you were way over there. Uh, can I stand up and ask a question in a meeting? Well, of course. <laughs> right. You know, the I was thinking about okay, what's next, right? Because when you when you go to a level ten, it's like God, is there a level eleven? You know, I I I'm obviously in the in the process of having a toga party, a Roman toga party. I was thinking maybe for Halloween, and I thought, you know, comparatively, the that's like a seven. Like most people wouldn't even have the toga party because they're like, Jesus, that's our ten, right? right? That to me is now a seven. Walking out on a nude beach, that's a three. <laughs> Right. For most people, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. So I, you know, that's, that's, I'm constantly trying to outdo myself and top myself because I don't have any competition to uh, play with. Right. I look at the, the neighboring facilities and they're like, no, not even bother. We're not, we've got our script and we're sticking to it. We're not, we would never take a risk like that. It's like, okay. All right. So now I'm just setting the bar continually for myself. And someday this will be in a playbook somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I feel really good about it. As you can tell, my voice is up. I have a lot of relief. This was a, an event that I was looking forward to, but at the same time thinking, okay, let's see if I have the cojones to actually follow through with my promise. Great, and great lesson. It was great. Yep. So today, all of us, we are to rip up that script, that mundane day-to-day -day mm. walk through life type thing and feel something scary today do something scary I love it. and 
you should, it should have this little pressure feel, but always follow through. Yeah, that, that really is, that should be homework every day. That should be a reminder that you have sitting next to your bed stand. Or as I've come to learn, you can actually name and label your alarm memos. Mm -hmm. Did you know that on your Uh iPhone? Yeah, I'm, I'm always the last to know this shit. To wake up to that message every morning would be brilliant. That is yeah. one good reminder. Great reminder. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right, right, Michelle, we'll take us out. Oh, do it karaoke style. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking something <laughs> like share or yeah. get out and fly that kite. I can't believe you just came up with that on your own. <laughs> just just out of the blue. Because I, I, I will hit you blindsided with a lot of shit. <laughs> And I thought, oh, we're going to have to do an outtake on this. No, you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Yakoki. <laughs> <laughs> we have too much fucking fun on this thing. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.